Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. Please stand by. Our service will begin shortly. Stand by. Our service will begin shortly. Please stand by. Our service will begin shortly. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. Please stand by. Our service will begin shortly. Good evening. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. 
I am McKenna Schmidt, your announcer for this Wednesday, for this fourth Wednesday Lent. The Reverend Jake Sletend will deliver this evening's message. Assisting in the worship service is the organist, Mrs. Susan Sinager, and the acolyte is Anna Kruger. We are going to be continuing on through our series of uh, uh, return from exile. One of the things that I kind of keep forgetting to mention is that this series and the bulletin that you see before you was put together by a professor uh, at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. His name is Jeffrey Pulse, and so uh, he is the one who kind of put all of this series together that we're going to be following. Uh, tonight we are talking about tree to tree, the tree of life to the cross. We'll be focusing on uh, two, I'm sorry, three, di- no, sorry, two different scripture readings. Uh, the first is from Genesis 2, and the second is uh, from John chapter 3. You, you will notice that the reading uh, is very similar, in fact, from the same text that was our sermon text for Sunday as well. And so why don't we begin? We'll begin with our opening hymn which is number 423, Jesus, Refuge of the Weary, number 423.
Please stand. We begin with the opening sentences. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. Thus declares the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. We are on a journey from a deserved exile to a gracious promised land. Although we merit nothing, because our Heavenly Father promises forgiveness and mercy to all who call on Him for Jesus' sake, let us go to Him, confessing our sin. Heavenly Father, we are fallen creatures, prone to hiding our faults from one another, yet knowing our sins are laid bare before you. We have erred and strayed from your way. We have attempted to placate your just demands by our own efforts. We have often failed to reflect the new life you granted us in our baptism. We have eaten forbidden fruit in our disobedient thinking, speaking, and acting. We have failed to trust your care and protection as we journey through this wilderness. Our gracious God, even when we were dead in our trespasses, you made us alive together with Christ. You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. May he who began this good work in you bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. We continue with the psalmody as it is spoken responsively at the bottom of page 2. The psalmist trusts that God, who did such great deeds in the past, will restore his people in the present. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. Amen. 
before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Restore us, O God. O Lord God of hosts, You have fed them with the bread of tears. You make us an objection of contention for our neighbors. Restore us, O God of hosts. Why then have you broken down its walls? So that all may pass along the way of its roots. The boar from the forest ravages it. And all that move in the field of Turn again, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see. Have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted. And for the sun, They have burned it with fire, they have cut it down. But let your hand be on the man of your right hand. Then we shall not turn back from you. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. O Lord, have mercy on us. Our first reading from this evening is taken from Genesis chapter 2 and also chapter 3. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the Garden of Eden he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword. O Lord, have mercy on us. The special music tonight is the lamb sung by the members of the Trinity Lutheran School Choir.
Gentlemen, thank you for your courage in singing that song. Uh, we are very much appreciative of that and of you all singing it. Our next reading is from John chapter 3. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. O Lord, have mercy on us. We sing our next hymn, number 451, Stricken, Smitten, and Afflicted. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Man begins his journey in this world in a garden. 
Adam and Eve were established in the Garden of Eden, surrounded by various other God-created creatures and God-created vegetation. And the word of the Lord distinguishes, speaks specifically about two trees. One is the tree of life, and the other is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We are told that both trees were in the middle of the garden, perhaps side by side. And there at the foot of one tree, Adam and Eve worship as they show their love for God by being obedient to his command to not eat from it. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There at the foot of the other tree, they receive the gift of life immortal, life everlasting. Two important trees as man and woman seek to live and walk in the presence of their Lord and their God. And then there is sin. Adam and Eve disobey God and they eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They give in to the whispers of the evil one as the ancient serpent entices them. You will not surely die, whispers Satan. You can be like God. And they listen. They eat. They disobey. The worm of sin burrows into their hearts. In truth, all of creation becomes infected with the parasite of sin. And this sin separates us from God. We are separated by God by this dividing wall of hostility. We are cast out from the beautiful garden. We are removed from the presence of the other tree, the tree of life. The cherubim and the flaming sword guard the path back to this tree, lest man eat from it and live forever. Man has been cast out, exiled from the garden, but also exiled from life itself. God knows that if man eats of this tree of life as a sinner, that the life bestowed by its fruit will be a fate that is worse than death. Because to live forever as sin continues to ravage you, both body and soul, is a curse that is simply too terrible to behold. Sin must first be dealt with, atoned for, washed away before life everlasting is a blessing and a joy. But how does one first deal with sin? The fact that man is a sinner forbids him from being part of the solution. Let me say that again. The fact that man is a sinner forbids him from being part of the solution. Sin-filled man is the problem, and he is unable to do anything that would solve the problem. Mankind is stumbling blindly and bumbling helplessly through this journey of life. He cannot, even by accident, address the problem of sin. And so, life eludes him. A restored relationship with God is simply an impossibility. A return to what God intended for man from the beginning is beyond man's reach. It is beyond man's reach, but not beyond the reach of God. 
For just as man was overcome by a tree, so also the Son of Man by a tree overcomes. The issue, the problem, and the devastating disaster of sin requires another tree. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Jesus, God's Son, comes into our flesh and blood that he might crush the ancient serpent and pay the price demanded by sin. Christ Jesus comes into our flesh because of the kind of price demanded. Blood. Only blood can pay the price and wash away sin. Only the blood of the Lamb, the Lamb who has no blemish or spot, who is a perfect sacrifice, a holy and precious offering, only the Lamb of God is required. And a tree. The Son of Man must be lifted up upon a tree, just as the bronze servant, serpent was lifted up by, the, by Moses in the wilderness. The tree of the cross, an instrument of torture, suffering, and death, is the tree upon which Jesus is lifted up. On the cross, Jesus suffers and dies. On the cross, his holy and precious blood is shed. On the cross, Jesus lays down his life that our lives might be restored. A perfect sacrifice brings salvation and restoration to the crown of God's creation. Thus, Jesus turns an instrument of death into a tree of life. His death brings us life, life eternal. Our exile from the presence of God has been ended. Our exile from the tree of life is over. Christ Jesus has taken the sins of all the world to the tree and been lifted up for all to see. And from there, he draws all men to himself. The cross, the tree, reunites us with our God as the gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation are given and bestowed. No longer do we wander aimlessly, blindly in search of a solution for sin. Now, we gather at the foot of the cross. We gather at the new tree of life and gaze upon the one who became sin for us that we might be saved. Tree to tree. The tree of life to the tree of the cross. Another life-giving tree. A journey from life to death and back to life. We have been restored to life and reunited with our God. Now, each day, as we continue our journey through this life as the children of God, we focus our eyes upon that which the Apostle John describes in the book of Revelation. The angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. This is the life that has been restored to us. Life everlasting. Life in the courts of heaven. Life in the presence of the Lamb. 
life that is ours in Christ Jesus. A return from exile and a return to our God by way of a tree. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue with our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Trinity Lutheran School, an outreach of our church, and offers a Christian education to ages 3 through 8th grade. If you would like an enrollment information, contact the school office at 417-235-5931. Trinity's Children's Sunday School and Adult Bible Classes meet at 8.45 a.m. each Sunday in the school and the church service begins at 10 a.m. A men's Bible study meets at 6.30 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet in the, during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. Please stand for the canticle. Lord be with you. We are returning from exile, listening to the inviting word of God, full of grace and truth. Let us go to him in confident prayer. Gracious God, offering full and free forgiveness.
Eden's Lord and ours. Loving Father, calling us to Mount Calvary. Spirit of life. Lord Jesus, Savior and Guide. Protecting Father. O Holy Spirit, holy and merciful Lord over all. Everlasting Father. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, your mercies are new every morning. Though we deserve only punishment, you receive us as your children and provide for all of our needs of body and soul. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, bless and keep you. Amen. Please be seated. We sing our final hymn, All Praise to Thee, My God, this night, number 883, verses 1 through 3.
phase two. It has been our pleasure to bring you this Linton worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistat, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May his love surround you and his mercies be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been McKenna Schmidt. <laughs>